0: Welcome to Grace Notes. We hope you've been enjoying our current series, How to Succeed at the Most Important Job of Your Life. So far, we've defined the job and the qualifications, and then centered in on how to please our boss. The key to pleasing our spiritual boss, God, is by having faith in Him. We prove our faith by what we do. Since illustrations make the best teachers, we'll first take a look at some biblical examples of people who pleased God because of their faith.
1: Webster defines faith as belief that is not based on proof or facts. In a way, I agree with that. But when it comes to the spiritual realm, I believe there is proof. God has proven that he keeps his promises, and that's a fact. Therefore, faith in God is a matter of believing what he says will occur and acting on that belief. This is called obedience. Disobedience, on the other hand, is, as Alexander McLaren states, the root of unbelief, and unbelief is the mother of further disobedience. When reading the stories of the Israelites, we see that time after time they displeased God by their grumbling and disobedience, but there is one occasion in which they were commended for their faith. Let's see why. Hebrews 11.29 says, By faith, they passed through the Red Sea as by dry land. Exodus fourteen thirteen through 22 records this story. The people literally had their backs to the wall. The Egyptians were pursuing them on one side, and they were backed up against the Red Sea on the other. But God protected them with an angel and a pillar of cloud that blocked them from their enemies. Then he sent a strong east wind all that night, drove back the sea, and made a path of dry land through it. God told Moses to tell them to move on or forward. He said he would harden the Egyptians' hearts so that they would go in after them and be destroyed. By faith the Israelites went through the sea on dry ground with a wall of water on their right and on their left. When the Egyptians pursued them, God, as promised, caused confusion within their army and made their chariot wheels come off so they had difficulty driving. When they finally realized the Lord was fighting for the Israelites, it was too late. They were drowned in the sea. I don't believe there's such a thing as blind faith. Even in this case, look at what God showed the Israelites before he told them to walk through. He didn't ask them to step into water He made the ground dry. The path was cleared and protection was in place. Then, he said, move on. But just saying they believed it was the path to safety wasn't enough. They had to put action behind their words to prove they believed by actually moving on. Their faith literally saved them, just like it saves us spiritually, when we outwardly confess the name of Christ after we've received him into our heart. Romans 10, 9, and 10 describes the action that proves our faith. It says, If you confess with your mouth, Jesus is Lord, and believe in your heart, God has raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For it is with your heart that you believe and are justified, and it is with your mouth that you confess and are saved. The crossing of the Israelites through the Red Sea is set forth as the greatest display of God's power in the Old Testament. But the greatest power of all time is the power God used to raise Christ from the dead. And this same power is in us when we accept Christ into our lives and are born again. enemy Satan is out for our souls. The way to escape his evil is through the only path to God, Jesus. There's no such thing as a silent believer. Luke 6:45 says, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. If you've truly trusted Jesus as your savior, you won't be able to be quiet about what he's done for you. You'll break down the barriers. You'll step out. You'll speak his name. Now let's see how we can relate this example of demonstrated faith to our lives. Matthew seven thirteen through 14 says that the road to God and life is straight and narrow. It also says that the road to destruction is broad, and many follow it. It's our choice. According to John Gill's commentary, the word straight refers to Christ. He also calls himself the way, the truth, the life, and the door. The Israelites could have chosen to return with the Egyptians to what they were used to and what they later mistakenly considered the better choice. And though they might have enjoyed tastier food, they would still have been in bondage, slaves to an oppressive rule. The path provided by God offered them release from that bondage. Hebrews eleven twenty-five and 26 says that Moses was commended for his faith when he refused to be known as the son of Pharaoh's daughter and align himself with their culture and beliefs. The verse reads, He chose to be mistreated along with the people of God, rather than to enjoy the pleasures of sin for a short time. He regarded disgrace for the sake of Christ as of greater value than the treasures of Egypt, because he was looking ahead to his reward. It's the same with us. We can choose to enjoy the sinful pleasures of the world and reject God's offer to follow him, but if we do, we will continue to be in bondage to sin and never receive the rewards awaiting believers in Christ. If you're faced with this decision to follow Christ or the world, let me tell you your choice has eternal ramifications. John 3:16 through 17 says, "For God so loved the world that he gave his one and only son, that whoever believes in him shall not perish but have eternal life. For God did not send his son into the world to condemn the world, but to save the world through him." That's the good news, the gospel. The bad news is in verse 18. Whoever believes in him is not condemned, but whoever does not believe stands condemned already because he has not believed in the name of God's one and only Son. God doesn't expect us to accept this in blind faith. He gave us living proof through Christ and written proof through his word. He just says to choose to believe the good news and move forward on the straight and narrow way, Christ There may be bumps along the way, but God keeps his promises. He'll see us through to the other side and be by us all the way. Listen to his promises to you.
2: I never said that I would give you silver or gold Or that you would never feel the fire or shiver in the cold But I did say you'd never walk through This world alone And I did say Don't make this world your home I never said that fear Wouldn't find you in the night Or that loneliness was something You'd never have to I did say I'd be right there by your side. The bitter kiss of death or have to walk through chills.
0: been listening to Grace Notes. If you've been blessed by this ministry, please write and tell us at Sandbeck Ministries, P.O. Box 581, Halston, Maryland, 21047. Or email us through a link at our website at www.gracenotesradio.com. Join us on our next program. We'll continue with the topic, How to Please Your Boss. Until then, let your Grace Notes be a song of praise.